Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we continue with part two of what we started last week. We're in the book of Mark, chapter 4, verses 1 through 20. And this is the parable of the soils, where Jesus described the different kinds of hearts that hear the gospel. What do those different hearts do with the gospel once they hear it? We'll find out as you listen along this week. Here is today's slice of the message entitled, The Soils, Part 2. Well, come with me this morning. It is Mark chapter 4, verses 1 through 20. That is our venue for actually the third Lord's Day now. And I promise you, I'm going to finish this this morning, whether you like it or not. But we need to get up to speed. So it's kind of like you're at the beginning of the on-ramp to our study for today, and you have to accelerate to merge into where we left off the last Lord's Day. So I commend to you the last two sermons there online if you want to listen to them, or you can get a, a CD. But this is the first of a, a whole series of parables that Jesus preached at the turning point in His ministry when the Pharisees and their scribes had gone public with saying, He's demonic. He's from Satan. He only casts out demons by the leader of the demons. And from that time on, Jesus no longer spoke in the time He was in Galilee in public in any way except in parables. That was to hide things from those who were rejecting Him, and yet it was to reveal new things. And so He's telling us that there's a mystery form of the kingdom of heaven now. He had preached, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. John the Baptist had had preached, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. He was the king, but now because of the rejection of Israel, there was going to be a time when the kingdom of heaven would be invisible on earth. It would only be in the hearts of those who believed while they await the arrival of the king to come and bring the kingdom to earth. So Jesus is explaining now in a series of parables, and this is the first one. It's the one that's sort of the the paradigm for for the rest of them. So he explains this one in quite a bit of detail. And remember, there was a question I mentioned last time that was undoubtedly brewing in the minds of many people who were following Jesus as there were still big crowds in Galilee, but more and more the true followers were seeing some people walking away. The, the thrill-seekers got tired of just seeing miracle after miracle after miracle. And while the Pharisees and Sadducees were masterminding their plan to murder Jesus, others were just saying, eh, is, is that all there is? And so surely a question was on the minds of many. It wouldn't be asked of Jesus until a little bit later, but in Luke thirteen twenty-three, we have this. Someone said, Lord... Are there just a few who are being saved? And he's explaining that, well, it might look like that now, 
Yeah, there were the big crowds there, but they were dwindling. He would go to Jerusalem and there would be that huge triumphal entry, but by Friday afternoon or by Thursday evening, they'd be shouting, crucify him, crucify him. And then his disciples and his apostles would be, would be scattered. And even by the time the Holy Spirit comes, there's, what, 120 people in the upper room? Lord, are there really just a few who are being saved? So Jesus says, yeah, it might look like that now, but oh, there is a grand plan, and I'm going to tell it to you. It starts with the parable of the the soils. We've already looked at the parable itself. A parable is a story, takes something in everyday life and puts it alongside a spiritual truth to teach by comparison and analogy. He's talked about the privilege of the hearers who get in on these mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. And then today we're going to get to the, the soils and souls. I think you're probably p- familiar with the parable. I won't read it all to you again, but it's based upon planting wheat, being a farmer. And a, and a sower goes out and he, and he sows seed and then... The seed falls on different kinds of soil, and the response to the seed depends primarily upon the kind of soil that it falls upon. And there are some that no response, some that a very quick response, but no fruit, another that's maybe a little more lingering response, but no fruit, and finally that which produces the fruit, which was why the seed was sown in the first place. And then he is explained in verses 10 through 12, and we studied this last time, that uh, he was with his followers alone. So he's got a group of followers, and among them the twelve apostles. And it says in verse 10 of Mark 12, he began, they began asking him about the parables, and he was saying to them, to you, that is you who receive this, to you has been given the mystery of the kingdom of God. I'm telling you something never before revealed. That's what mystery means. But those who are outside get everything in parables, so that while seeing they may see and not perceive, while hearing they may hear and not understand, otherwise they might return and be forgiven. So you notice there, God is always willing, as long as the word is being spread, He's always willing for people to understand and believe, and He will gladly heal the spiritual condition of anyone who does. So Jesus spoke to um, withhold further truth by switching to a a different kind of teaching that was in parables now, where if you don't have an explanation, it's more like hearing a riddle. So he's withholding information from the ones who are not receiving what he has to say. But don't forget the other side of the coin. That's the one I hope that you live on. Matthew put it this way in his version in Matthew 13. He says, but... Blessed are your eyes because they see. And blessed are your ears because they hear. For truly I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desired to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. The the prophets and righteous men he's referring to in that Old Testament quotation is the, the Old Testament saints who looked forward to the Messiah. But they were troubled. They were trying to figure it out. And First Peter 1, 10 to 12 even explains this. That men like Isaiah and Jeremiah, they, they were given these prophecies and they looked forward to the king and they could see that he would be a suffering servant. 
That's a big theme in Isaiah, and you who've been in the Isaiah Sunday school class understand that now. But they also saw the Messiah who was the glorious conquering king. And so they, they wrote it all down, they preached it faithfully, and then they went back and studied it and said, how can that be? Which is it? Well, it was a mystery. It was not revealed to them, but now it's revealed to us. It's both. He came once to suffer and die for sins. He comes again in glory and brings the kingdom. So there is going to be this new form of the kingdom of heaven, synonymous with the kingdom of God. Both terms say this, mean the same thing in the Gospels. This time when the kingdom spiritually will be growing heart by heart, person by person among those who believe. But the king will not be present, not until that second coming. So he has laid out the analogy. Now he's going to give the interpretation. So I've called this the soils and souls. The interpretation comes when Jesus was out of public view. There was a big crowd when he was saying this, but now he's out of the public view and and he's with just his faithful ones, the apostles and those who were fully devoted to him. So we pick it up at Mark chapter 4. And let me read to you verses 13 through 20, and then we'll pluck out the details here. Mark 4, starting at verse 13. And he said to them, do you not understand this parable? How will you understand all the parables? In other words, say, okay, I'm going to give you a sort of a, a pattern now for how the parables go. The sower sows the word. These are the ones who are beside the road where the word is sown. When they hear, immediately Satan comes and takes away the word which has been sown in them. In a similar way, these are the ones on whom seed was sown on the rocky places, who when they hear the word, immediately receive it with joy, and they have no firm root in themselves, but are only temporary. Then, when affliction or persecution arises because of the word, immediately they fall away. And others are the ones on whom seed was sown among the thorns. These are the ones who have heard the word, but the worries of the world and the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things enter in and choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. And those are the ones on whom seed was sown on the good soil, And they hear the word and accept it and bear fruit, thirty, sixty, and a hundredfold. So if you're growing wheat, and one of our folks from a farming family validated the accuracy of all of this to me after the first service. I'm a farming idiot, but I kind of know the Bible. And he said, well, you know, the Bible is accurate in that regard as it is in everything else. Just as the grain yields various growth patterns in various soils. So the Word of God produces various results as it falls upon various human hearts. The determining factor for the wheat harvest is the type of soil. The determining factor for the Word of God is the type of heart that it encounters. So in the interpretation here, you're going to see six elements. The sower, the seed, and the four soils. If you want to be a little more tightly woven about it, you could say there are actually eight elements if you count the three different nuances of good soil separately. But it starts out with the sower. Mark 4.14, the sower 
sows the word. The sower is not identified here. In the next parable... If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.